Autism now affects 1 in 88 children, in which 1 in 54 are boys, and the prevalence figures are growing daily. Autism is the fastest growing serious developmental condition in the United States that costs a family $60,000 a year on average, while the cause receives less than 5% of the research funding of many less prevalent childhood diseases. As to date, there is no medical detection or cure for autism. Help us at the JASO Modcast Network change that as April is National Autism Awareness Month. We ask all of you to join us this month in honoring the boys and girls who live with this condition each and every day of their lives, in donating to a charity centered around researching and possibly finding a cure. Any amount is welcomed because chances are you personally know someone directly affected with autism. Let's come together and make a change. Did you know that this podcast is a part of the JZO Modcast Podcast Network? Chances are, if you enjoy this show, you'll find other great podcasts on the network, too. The JZO Modcast Network offers you a choice of shows seven days a week, starting with Monday. Join Rebecca C. Lofgren, Aaron Illick, and David K. Montoya in Seeing Red. The trio dive deep down the rabbit hole each week with a combination of geek and weird news. Then on Tuesdays, join the boys from the Great White North, Mike Lutz, Rob Bellamy, and Jason Beckard in the movie Madhouse as they bring you everything Hollywood and more. On Wednesdays, Reaper Rick's Tree Frog Expose Cafe, where he crosses the line of limits as he gives us news that is unforgettable and personal views that you'll definitely remember as well. Spend Thursdays with Jim Bennett and Nick McKelvey as they join forces in American Fat Ass Podcast to talk about various topics from news, sports, to their personal lives, all the while with a humorous slant in an unapologetic fashion. Fridays, Rob Bellamy is joined with Mike Lutz as they jump in the Wayback Machine to explore the archives of the JZO Modcast to give you three hours of audio entertainment in Flashback Fridays. Saturdays, join JZO Modcast founder David K. Montoya as he explores the world for a single of Who's the Boss? Then Sundays, finish the week with What We Think with hosts S. Sadie Burbank and David K. Montoya as they tell us exactly what they think about pop culture, celebrities, and the world at large with a ton of vulgarity mixed in for good measure. The JZO Modcast Podcast Network. We've got what you want seven days a week for free. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher, or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And don't forget to check us out at jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast. And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. We're S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. It's my game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Let's look it up. Let's actually make something. Actually, I came up with more. Google it. Not what we know, because we don't know shit. It's Sunday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. All right, kids, we get the message loud and clear. Totally. 
Uh, Oh, should we read the message? Yeah, we're going to get into oh, them. Oh, oh, I was going to say. But I just okay. wanted to open with, we get you. Yeah, oh, totally, yeah. And that... You finally got through. <laughs> <laughs> so as of right now, from here on out until we end this... Or drop dead trying. Exactly. <laughs> we are going segmented. Yes. So, with each and every week, we get together and we find out what you, the listeners, have to say in our email brown bag special. Yeah. And where are they? Oh, under your thingamajig over there. Under your... That's because we have been haven't done this in a while, and we're unprepared. We are disorganized, but well-meaning. Um, there is one email that I printed out. Because I got an email through the Jazel Modcast yes, member. You told so me I printed that. that one out yeah, too. Okay, okay. If you have trouble reading it, I'll be more than happy to help you. <laughs> it's one of those, like I said, that, what was it that I, that you sent me and I said, would you please translate it? Yeah, that's please it. Please translate it because I'm used to words spelled including consonants and vowels and that's why i said i'd be more than happy to read it for you okay well i'll just read it as written and maybe then i'll hear it it's okay. kind of like when uh my oldest kid was uh, about seven years old he's dyslexic and he sent us a letter telling us what he wanted for christmas and the only way you can understand what's written is to just pronounce what he wrote and listen to what you say yeah that's the way that's you written because it's like I have no idea. He didn't write any, almost, almost no words were properly spelled. Okay. <clears throat> this is from somebody prefers not to be known. Okay. Hi. I was just kind of curious as to why the pods have been coming up 8TR the day. Not a big deal, just curious. Okay, I got as far as why the pods have been coming up. What the fuck is 18-T-R-N-D-A-Day? That is an L. That's later. Oh, Jesus. Later in the day. L-A-T-E-R. Okay. Was that actually really easier than typing out L-A-T-E-R? Please. How can l 8 T-R be any easier than typing out L-A-T-E-R. I mean, the first place you got to fucking stop and think of it. Right. Let's not do that. Let's be cute and clever. Okay. Okay. So, let's reread it here. Hi. I was just kind of curious as to why the pods have been coming up later in the day. I'm assuming that this guy likes to say duh instead of the. the yeah. <laughs> for reasons only he or she could be a girl. Well, the, the name is at the bottom. Oh, it is. Oh, well, then it's a guy. Okay. Do we get to say his name? Yeah. Okay. Because it was blacked out on here. And so I thought it was. Oh, okay. well, because I posted it up on, on uh, Facebook. Oh, oh, I and I didn't want his email address being okay, everywhere. Okay. So this is from Will. It says thanks. I know THX is short for thanks. I get that. From Will. Okay. So what does he want to know? I'm kind of curious why the pods have been coming up later in the day. There you go. The podcasts. The podcasts. Are they later in the day? Um, yeah, they had been coming up later because for a while um, what had happened was, is I well, pretty much since we begin, yeah. we've been uh, putting them out at midnight. But for oh. the last month or so, yeah. probably closer to two months now, yeah. they've been more like afternoon you know, 
there's been a couple times where I post them in the evening time. Oh, okay. So they are coming out considerably later than, you know, midnight. And the reason that being is, well, number one, we went on vacation. Yeah. So the the internet out there just was horrific. It was It sucked. And you had to wait to a specific time of the day before you could even upload something. Okay. So that was for that week. And then following that week, the uh, my issue with my back yeah, yeah. had gotten worse. Right, right, right. And to set up straight to do HTML right. was actually really painful yeah. just to set up straight. Right. So I would kind of try to find a spot to lay down straight and try to set the laptop on yeah. my chest and do the HTML for the, the, right. the website. So that's why it was coming up okay. late. Okay. Well... <clears throat> I guess I'm confused because I thought once they were there that you could access them at any time of the day or night. So I'm confused. But that's nothing new about that. He was talking about the new podcasts. Okay, so just getting posted different yeah. times of the day than yeah. we expected them to be. Okay. Because once the podcast is posted, that's it. Yeah, then it's there. Right. Yeah. Well, he must be anxious for each new and, and exciting one then. Yeah, that's true. It's, yeah. Okay, Will. So that's why. Now we're back to normal. You fell and hurt your back and made it better. And <laughs> <laughs> that sounds funny. But he, you know how sometimes when you need a chiropractor to boink your back? Well, David didn't want to go to a chiropractor. He decided to fall down instead, boinked his own back, and now it's all better again. So there we go. My back and my knee. And your knee. Your yeah. knee's better, too. Well, no, it's still... It's still red and... Oh, Good. It's pretty mm-hmm. much, it's almost healed up now, but... Yeah, Neosporin? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, he's got a nice little scab there on his knee, for those of you who are interested in his I body. Hit, well, let's put it this way. I hit the ground so hard mm-hmm. that I was wearing scrub pants, and it still cut my knee up. Mm. Through the pants. Through the pants. Mm. You can adjust the microphone. Well, this is just sort of in the way. Okay. But once I'm through reading, it won't be, so it's okay. Okay, because... We already did a. We should mention this is the first time we are using all yes. new equipment. We are so. What's the word? Equipment. High tech. We are high tech. We are equipment poor, is what we are. No, not really. But we've got new bikes. We still have the same mic holders. Right? Yeah, it's the, but we and changed the same the, round pancakey things in front of the mics. But right. we have new mics. And a soundboard. And a soundboard. The mics are really cool. They look very professional. And for for me, and I have to get used to this, is because you notice I have this in my ear. Uh-huh. It's I can't really look at the the um, the program anymore because the program is evenly being distributed through mm. the soundboard. Yeah. So I have to have lifetime audio to make sure that we're not talking too high or too low. Ah, that's why we're speaking very calmly. Yes. It's going to be different when Bobby's here. We're going to have to tone him down. <laughs> That'll make more sense in a few days, folks. But anyway. we all thank you for your email. We do appreciate it. Oh, well, yes, Will. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, This one now comes from (laughs) Patrick McMagnus or McManus. I don't know if the G is silent or not. I don't know. M-C-M-A-G-N-U-S. Y'all can pronounce it however you want. 
uh, oh, and I said y'all without even thinking, but he's from Little Rock. So that it was even apropos of his origin. Um, Little Rock, Arkansas. I don't think there's another Little Rock, but just in case. Not that I'm aware of. Hmm? Not, Not that, that we're I'm aware of. of, no. Okay, he says, or she, Patrick. No, that's a he. Okay. Ooh. Please, oh, please, keep the segmented format. I think you guys work and sound better than just sitting around without a game plan. Now, I did enjoy episode 40, but by the end of the show, I was kind of tired of hearing about one subject. So please, big, big caps, please keep the segments. And for God's sake, will you do more than an hour show? Which is kind of interesting. I mean, not only do people like to listen to us, but they actually <laughs> want to listen longer. to us for a longer period of time. <laughs> Patrick, get a life. Um, so there you go. That was one of the, the emails that we got where this, when we began the show today, David said, we get it. We got it. We're doing it. Yes. Cause this is, Patrick's is not the first email we've had on this subject. We have had others questioning. What's going on? Are you not doing segments anymore? Or, you, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And the, the general feeling I was getting from some of those was that people really kind of wanted that. And now we're getting specific requests saying, yes, that's what we want. <laughs> so thank well, you, Patrick. Well, because I think we talked about it in episode 40. I, I think uh, we said specifically tell us. It was like 40 ah, or 41. Okay. Specifically tell okay. us what you want and we yeah. will well, you know, we're, give it to we're you. We're getting that. Now, this one is uh, actually this one's two days later than Patrick's. Or was sent rather two days later. Uh, and this is from Ruben. And the reply email says Schneider's. So I don't know if that's his last name or what, but that's what it says. So okay. I'm just telling you, take take it for what you want. And the message is, okay, now I get you're doing things to get everyone's feedback, but come on, pick a routine and stick to it. <laughs> I'm not sure he meant to say our here. Our we, oh, maybe he meant our we doing segments or single topics oh god i just thought of something please don't tell me you are doing one segmented and then and the next week single topic please oh please don't have it that way never yeah thought of i it. sort of get that i i mean i understand his lament there and just do what works segments in caps with an exclamation point Get back into routine, guys. You said people stop listening. It's because we don't want to hear you go on and on and fucking on about a subject. I haven't a period. There was a period there about a subject period. I haven't listened in a while, but I saw on iTunes that Sadie talked about changing the name of saying goodbye. And I was like, are they doing segments again? And I listened to this episode. Oh, and don't shorten the segments like you did this episode. Back when I started to listen to you guys, back when I started to listen, you guys would take half an hour reading email and another 20 minutes saying goodbye to a bunch of famous fucks who died. We love that shit. Also, we like when you have videos and pictures. I love 
to listen along. And I look at the pics you're talking about and watch the videos along with you. It makes me feel I'm involved in the show with the show. Hmm. Okay, so I told you what the fuck I think, and my thumbs hurt from it, and I hope you listen. <laughs> P.S. It's Sunday morning. When is the new episode coming out? I want to see if it is segmented like last episode. So there you go. That's the other one that is is uh, emphatic, I would say. Emphatically um, in favor of us returning to... Uh, what technically was like our original format. Yes. Actually, once we stopped, uh, went in Burbank and we started with, uh, what we think it, that's how we started. And it was, uh, very popular. We had a lot of listeners, a lot of feedback, a lot of emails, a lot of everything. And then <clears throat> for reasons we can't even explain, we decided to stop doing that. And well, we got tired of it. Yeah, I guess we got time. We ran out of things to say. Yeah. I guess not enough famous fat fucks were dying, and so we didn't have any... I didn't say fat fucks. He just said famous fucks. Not enough of them were dying, and so we ran out of stuff to say. But um, even if we run out of stuff to say, we'll make some shit up, okay? Because we're going to stick with segments from now on. Well, I've come to this conclusion. We're, We're a nose hair away from 52, Okay, we have 52 episodes. episodes. Uh-huh. That means for the last 52 weeks, every goddamn week, we have put out an episode. We've never, ever, 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 ever missed an episode. No, we haven't. And you do run out of stuff to say after a while. And, and this is what I've concluded, and I'm glad you brought it up because that was something I was thinking about, yeah. is if we don't have anything to say, we're just not going to podcast. There you go. So all you famous fucks, keep dying <laughs> and keep doing stupid shit that we can talk about. Yes. And I don't think there's much to worry about in that regard. Well, speaking of, uh, what? how did you put it last episode? The, semi, the semi-famous fucks who died, or as we like to call it, <laughs> saying goodbye... We're going to get caught up on two that have actually passed uh, last week, but I'm going to get caught up because we didn't do it. And as I ran today, I didn't find anything. So, of course, the first one is Mickey Rooney. He he passed away at 93. Yeah. God bless him. He was... Do you know that guy was in show business for fucking ever? I mean, he was a little tiny kid when he started out. And uh, I had an opportunity to meet him. Um, it was Wizard World Anaheim back in 2010. I actually wow. met him. Cool. You thought you cussed? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was uh, better at it than oh I. Oh my god! It was like, it was like, I don't know. Noun, fuck. Noun, fuck. Noun, fuck. Verb, like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Huh. <clears throat> Interesting. And if, well, if shit, everybody should be, you know, familiar with his movies. And of course, you know, he, he did tons and tons of work with MGM films. Um, God, I can't think there's anybody in this country anyhow that hasn't heard of him. But there, that's maybe stretching it. There's certainly a lot of young people may not have heard of him. Because I don't think he did a lot of stuff that necessarily would appeal to really young people. But... I mean, did he ever do any 
voiceovers for cartoons or anything that you remember? I believe he did. Can't remember if he did. You gotta bring it back. Bring it back into the mic. Oh, sorry. I have to talk into the microphone, please. (laughs) Yes, that's one of our our things now is we can't go. Can't stare off into the sunset. Let's see. So, okay, that's cool. And well, we. I certainly have enjoyed most of his movies. I really didn't. There were some movies of his I didn't care for. When he got into his middle age, uh-huh. I he started doing a lot of uh, dramatic roles and everything. And he was a good dramatic actor as far as that goes. But I just never cared for some of those movies. I didn't care for him in those movies. Most of them I liked when he is the age that you have on the screen here where he's like, you know, between 16 and 20 years of age. Yes. Um and you know, and those are—they're all corny old hat movies, but I enjoyed them. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and take that. Okay. Is it okay if I move the mic? You can move I the mic. Wanna... Yeah, we have the bumper guards now. Oh yeah. Okay. We're we're getting a splitter tomorrow, folks, so we won't have to do this. <laughs> so just okay. for a little tidbit, and our saying goodbye to our semi-famous fucker who croaked. I remembered it. Uh, we say good morning, or good morning. We say goodbye <laughs> to Mickey Rooney and his movie from 1939, Good Morning. You okay this lyric? Wait a minute, I want to hear this song. Good morning, good morning. We've danced the whole night through. Good morning, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning, good morning to you. When fans get to play, the stars were shining bright. Now the milkman's on his way. It's too late to say good night. So good morning, good morning. Sunbeams will soon smile through. Good morning, my darling, to you. together, a couple of stay-rubbers. Our day is done at breakfast time and starts it with our suppers. Here we are together, ah, but the best of friends must party. So let me sing this parting song from the bottom of my hearty. Good morning. It's a lovely morning. Good morning. What a wonderful day. So he was also a good dancer. I mean, he, he 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 was one of the original triple threats in show business. The act, sing, act, dance. Sing, dance. Uh, his performing skills were unparalleled. Uh, actually, from an early age, he. Uh, I'm telling you, it, watch. Um, oh fuck! Hang on, it'll come to me. <laughs> um, Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Okay. He's great in that movie, and it's a, a, a dramatic role for the most part, but there's a lot of fun stuff in it, too. But uh, it it really demonstrates his ability to, to do the comedy, the the, the musical, the, the serious, the, the, the poignant, all of those, all in that movie. It's one of his better movies, uh, and it was done when he was... 
probably, mm, I'm guessing 15 or so uh, years of age, maybe even a little younger. Wow. I don't know. So, anyhow, if you haven't ever seen anything with Mickey Rooney in it, pick pick something from uh, 37 to 45 in that time frame. That's and, probably his best work. Yeah, and I don't think you'll be disappointed. So we say goodbye. Bye-bye, Mickey. Good old Mickey. All right, now I know that Sadie's not going to have no bleeding clue who our next guy is. I'm looking at him and I don't know. He God, built like a brick shit house, though. He, um, well, let me back up. I'm I, I was a big wrestling fan for many many decades. Real wrestling or both? But I like professional wrestling. Uh, well, I liked professional wrestling. Okay. Um, one of the only times that I ever got to go to a live wrestling event, I actually got to meet him. And I was probably Jaden's age. So this big old hulking of a man actually, you know, took time and, and greeted me. And he was very pleasant. And he passed away last week. Mm. Only at the age of 54. Mm. Oh. And I, I know that we talked about this on another podcast, but I want to bring it up now because of the opportunity to explain what happened um, because he was physically fit. Even at the age of 54, he was still just buffed out. Mm-hmm. And what yeah, his co- six-pack looks more like a 12-pack. Jesus. And what, who we're talking about is um, James Helwig, which was the ultimate warrior. And that was a, his like, stage name? Yes. Or mat name, as yeah. the case may be. Um, he... He just got inducted into the Wrestling Hall of Fame last week. Hmm. Two days later, he dropped dead. Damn. Heart attack? Uh, It says of heart disease. Yes, he had a heart attack, though. Hmm. Um, That's a shame. Let's see. You wouldn't think as somebody that's in that great physical condition uh, could go, could have a heart condition that could be fatal without somebody noting it somewhere along the line. Right. But it happens. It says the ultimate warrior. Um, sorry, I, I just had a because he he you know how like wrestlers would just casually walk down to the ring you know from the locker room they just mm-hmm. kind of print. He was the only wrestler that he would just like he was like ape shit nuts hyped out. He never walked. He was like running like crazy. He was ready to fight right then. <laughs> and uh, it just kind of popped in my head because How the funny. announcer, he would drag it out. He, yeah. he would always go, you know, the ultimate <laughs> warrior, you know, and that just kind of played in my head as I was Kind of like the out. guy that announces soccer. Yeah. Go! Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, according to the Chicago Tribune, it says, The Ultimate Warrior, one of the most celebrated names in the United States professional wrestling, died of natural causes attributed to heart disease, mm-hmm. an Arizona coroner office said Tuesday. An autopsy on the 54-year-old wrestler, whose given name was James Helwig, confirmed his cause of death was... Uh, how do you pronounce that? I don't know, because I can't see it. It's A-T-H-E-R-O... Atherosclerosis. There you go. Cardiovascular disease. According to the county office of the medical examiner, the condition occurred when blood vessels that carry oxygen and nutrition from the heart to the body becomes blocked or hardens, restricting blood throw, blood throw, blood flow, 
according to the medical experts. Hellwig collapsed on April 8th outside the hotel in Scottsdale, Arizona, police said. His death came just days after he was inducted to into the Wrestling Hall of Fame. The six foot two, 280-pound wrestler was one of the most recognizable characters in professional wrestling, commanding the ring in his signature neon garb, lengthy blonde hair, and face paint. So again, and I know you you don't know who he is, but the, That's he was okay. he was kind of one of my uh, quasi heroes, I guess. Yeah. And uh, just to just show you, I don't know him. He could still be an SFF. I don't have to. Uh, you know, that's why we call them SFFs because they're semi-famous. <laughs> so, um, oh, and I see he's got makeup on, yeah, or paint and or something. Just to show you how outrageous his character is, kind of looks like a lion. We're gonna play a little tribute to. Looks like a guy from Cats that got lost. <laughs> but we're gonna play a little tribute to the ultimate warrior. warrior. Okay. Ultimate Warrior, take it, Gene. All right, I thank you very much, Vince McMahon. I've got to pose some of the questions to you, Ultimate Warrior, that Vince just discussed with the World Wrestling Federation champion, Hulk Hogan. First of all, what happened tonight? Ultimate Warrior. What happened tonight was already written, Hulk Hogan. It was written a long time ago when the warriors that came before me and you Yes, I'll do it. Now, what we must do is beyond us, Hulk Hogan. I stood with my back to you, Hulk Hogan. And I knew you would not come. But, Hulk Hogan, when I looked into your eyes, I saw walls. Walls filled with fear. Fear the rent thick for you, Hulk Hogan. At Royal Rumble, I needed no friends. I needed no partners. Every man stands by himself like the ultimate warrior. Always has. But Hulk Hogan, you... <laughs> that's kind of funny, but they... Yeah. Um, uh, now, see, now that's... He's from the... What I call not real wrestling bunch. No, 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 no. He's that's professional wrestling. Yeah, that's I don't call that real wrestling. I'm sorry, but it's it's an entertainment genre. That's I'll give it that. <laughs> <laughs> but we say goodbye to the ultimate warrior in our semi semi famous sort of semi famous fuckers who croaked. Or, no, just semi-famous fuckers who croaked. SFFs. Or saying goodbye. Or that. Yeah. Okay. Well, so once in a while... Now, this was fun because this was absolutely amazing to me. Because we have two helping hands. Usually, I Ooh. have to like bust my ass to find right. one. Yeah. I actually find two. Really? Yes. Cool. And the, the first one... Um, let me, I'm not, I'm not even a lead in. I'm just going to go right into it. Okay. Um, Robert Downey Jr. He turns 49. How does he spend it? Let's <clears throat> scrolling down here. Oh, isn't that cute? What do you do when your birthday happens? To con- <clears throat> Let's see. Sorry, I can't see that well. The print's kind of slow. 
Let me just roll that Maybe up Maybe it's here. bigger on the TV screen. There we go. I can right, see it there now. There you go. What happened, or what do you do when your birthday happens to con- coincide with the release of Captain America Winter Soldier? If you're Iron Man and Avengers actor Robert Downey Jr., you grab some kids and take them to the movies. How what, cute. what a better way to spend my birthday than recognizing the cosmic miracle of Captain America 2 opening the same day Downey posted early Friday morning on Facebook. Gonna wrangle about 20 kids to watch it and, or let's see, watch it with and partay Marvel style. <laughs> and then here's a picture of, of Robert. Now, were the kids just kids, in, what, in his neighborhood, or were they, like, di- uh, underprivileged kids, or do we know anything about the kids at all? It, it doesn't I mean, presumably, they were kids who wouldn't have ordinarily gotten an opportunity to go to that movie, but uh, we don't, it doesn't say? No, it doesn't okay. say. Well, in any case, he took them, and I'm sure they were thrilled to go to a movie with him. But, I mean, it, it just... Because they know who he is. Yes. I'm sure. Everybody who enjoys Iron Man or, um, you know, Avengers or anything like that, they, they know who he is. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's he's a A-grade celebrity. Oh, yeah. You know, he could go out and be doing, you know, whatever. The smartest thing he ever did was get off drugs. Yes. Absolutely the smartest thing he ever did. Because he was, as you know, he was headed down and out. Yes. What, 15 years ago? Has it been that long? Uh, ten years ago, anyway. It might have been ten now. Yeah. yeah. And somehow, I don't know how, but something turned him around, and he got himself out of that mess. And it was the smartest thing he ever did because he came alive again. He developed his career again. Um, he became appealing even to to people my age. I right. enjoy watching him. Uh, you know, in the Iron Man series, I liked him in. Um, Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Uh, you know, I enjoy him now. And I think part of the reason I do is because somewhere in the back of my mind, it's being mulled over, you know, this this guy just about stupided himself out. Yes. I, that's a new word I made up. Stupided. Stupided. <laughs> stupided. It's a verb, actually. A past tense verb. He stupided himself almost into oblivion. And somehow, I don't know how, it'd be interesting to know, he managed to... Pull himself out. Yeah, yeah. But and that's the thing is is that, you know, like I said, he's he's a grade A celebrity. He could be having multi million dollar birthday party. Mm-hmm. But instead he grabs yeah. some kids and goes and watches the movie. Yeah. And that's what he did for his birthday. Very cool. Very cool. He gets a, a gold star. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that is our first helping hand. Okay. Our second helping hand is uh, let's see, where do I start? <clears throat> Let me go here to show you. And I'm going to put all these uh, pictures that I'm looking at are all on, be on the website. website. Right. So, yay, Paidu Man. <laughs> there's a, a, a school, and I, I want to say it's in Chicago, but don't quote me on it. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just out playing recess. And then all of a sudden, this guy walks out in a Spider Man costume. And in the Spider-Man costume, the, the guy's like going around greeting, meeting, greeting, you know, he's taking pictures with the kids. Mm-hmm. And then um, he took off his mask. It was Andrew Garfield, the actual actor 
of Spider-Man. Oh, and they weren't expecting it. No, they just thought it was some some Joe that dressed up like Spider-Man. But he decided that he was going to spend the day with uh, kids. He so he went to the school, and for a very long time, he you know posed with fans in his Spider-Man suit and, and played you know with the kids and whatnot. And then afterwards, I guess from what I understand, and this is the the last picture right here, he treated the entire school for lunch. Really? See, that's what they're... Where? Right here in the... Right there. No, where did they go to lunch? Oh, I didn't specify. But according to that, I see pizza boxes right there. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> it was a pizza place. That's very cool. I just thought of another one that's kind of related to it, and I don't know if you'll be able to call it up on your computer. Okay. Um... Let's try it. The story was on USA Today. Uh-huh. At least, if not more. Um, come on. I'm have, I'm playing with a new toy here, and I'm not doing real well with it. Well, just tell me what it is, and I'll see if I can okay, pull it up. Okay, go to usatoday.com uh-huh. slash story slash news dot 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 slash. Oh, you, just, oh, you have to tell me what it's about. Oh, uh, superhero window washers. Superhero window washers. Window mm-hmm. washers. And see if you can get. There you go. Now see if you can get a piece. Okay. Oops. I'm going to have to go through a commercial first. Probably. Okay. Let's do. We're we just going to watch it or we Well, gonna... I don't know because I don't know what we're going to get. So far, we have a black screen. Yeah. We yeah. need a picture here. We're not getting that. It's not loading. Um, it did for a second, but then it blacked out. Try that arrow. There. Oh, wait a minute. Go back. There. Well, it's there and then it goes away. See? It does that. That's weird. Okay, well... Then they could go to it. There, there it goes. It comes and goes. Yeah. It comes and goes. Uh, for some reason, folks, the picture isn't loading for us. But you can go to, uh, you can Google it yourself. Just Google superhero window washers. And what these guys do, these guys are regular window washers. But when they wash the windows of this hospital, children's hospital, they dress up in superhero costumes. So the kids in the hospital look out their windows and they see superheroes washing their windows, which I think is so cool. That is very cool. Yeah. And they're just ordinary Joes that are washing windows. But they're doing it in the superhero outfit. Yeah. All right. So the kids are all excited because, you know, Spider-Man's out there washing their windows or whatever. So if you're into that sort of thing, or even if you're not, if if you're looking for something to do, you know, we talked about... Uh, volunteering sort of on one on one of our podcasts if you're looking for something to do rent a superhero costume sometime and go visit um, uh, a kid's ward in a hospital they'll you'd have to set it up with them first you know so they'd know you're not some weirdo kind of <laughs> trying to come and hurt the kids or anything but you know the the kids would love it the kids would love here's it. A, a picture. There's a picture. You here's got. Spider-Man over here, mm-hmm. Batman, and Captain America. Yeah, and That's, washing windows and waving at the kids and everything. That is just the coolest thing ever. That is cool. Okay, so let's... So there's three good things. 
three good So it's beats. a positive week. Yeah. I have, oh, well, <clears throat> when you're finished, when we go to the next segment, I have something positive. Okay, let's hit me with it. We're finished. With are we, the, are yeah. we done with, with the good things? Yes. Okay, well, I have a reason to be happy. Now, this is an old reason on account of we had podcast interruptions because of your health and a couple of other issues we've already mentioned. Right. So, you know, forgive me for the fact that it's sort of like past the time now. But my my good thing is that the American Country Music Awards. Yes. Uh, for entertainment entertainer of the year has in the past several times gone to Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. And my good news is this year it went to George Strait. Right on. Not only did it go to George Strait and not Taylor Swift, but none of the other awards went to her either. So she got nothing. She got zip zilch. She didn't get Entertainer of the Year. She didn't get Female Vocalist of the Year. She didn't get Album of the Year, Single Record of the Year. I don't think she even got Song of the Year. (laughs) You know what? Maybe the judges listen to our show and they're like, Fuck her. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I would just, I thought that when, when we actually recorded it and, um, that turned out to have been a bad idea. I love Blake Shelton, but the show sucked. Oh, did it? Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. I'm not sure why. Possibly their writers weren't that good. Their jokes weren't too funny and it was kind of a long drawn out. And then it was like, Let's only show the famous people in the front four rows. Let's not show any of the other ordinary people in that are in the auditorium. And, you know, it was kind of, I don't know. Well, but um, the the entertaining part, when they got to the part about who got entertainer of the year, I was sitting there going, please, please, please let it be anybody else but Taylor Swift. And they said George Strait. And I'm like, Yay! <laughs> Because I'm really getting sick of somebody who is so untalented getting that award. But that's just me. Well, just because this is an impromptu, this was not planned. No, it wasn't. But I, I actually have something that will tie in, and I'll post this up on, okay. the, on the site as well. Now, this doesn't require any sound. Okay. Okay. But you have to watch this because okay. it is hysterical, and it ties in with Taylor Swift. Let's see. See, I don't know that third word. I don't know what that means. Ryu? Uh-huh. What's a Ryu? Ryu's a character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, cartoon character? He's a he, Street, street Fighter. Fighter is Ryu. a video game. Ryu oh. is one of oh, the characters. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 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 So, again, you don't need no audio. You Just need, all you have to do okay. is watch. Oh, I see. There he is with the red banner around his forehead. Okay. It's loading as we speak. I recognize that little doodad and the things going, loading. We're loading. There we go. Okay. YouTube never fails. Okay, here we go. YouTube never lets us down. There she goes. Now, she looks pretty good there, actually. She looks decent. You know, I usually complain about how she looks, but... She does have a ton of makeup on. Oh, (laughs) that's good. (laughs) 
Did she actually do that with her head in the performance? Yeah, she was just swinging her head back and oh, forth, right? Trying to be melodramatic. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, and somebody went in and, and added that in. As I have said many times in the past, maybe she gives really good head. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's got to be a reason. Okay, there's got to be some sort of reason. And maybe that's it. I don't know. Like, yeah, attacked by the Street Fighter. I like that. More to the thing? No, bring your mic in more. Bring the mic in more. Yeah. There. There How's you go. That? I can hear you perfectly now. Oh, okay. Good. So maybe they didn't catch everything I said earlier. And that's just <laughs> as well. That's just as well. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971... A young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Roberts Field Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us. Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. 
contact our ad department at info at jaysamon.com. Okay, so anyhow, that was my my good news. Yes. Hooray for George, Ster- Hooray George Strait. Hooray for George Strait. Hooray for anybody else, but especially hooray for George Strait. Okay, kids, this is where we get together for the meet. And put- wait, I'm sorry. I should say, he deserves that award, by the way. It's, oh, I'm not glad he got it just because it wasn't Taylor Swift that got it. I'm glad he got it because he deserves the award. It was the cake and the topping, too. Absolutely. Cherries, nuts, whipped cream, the whole nine yards. Okay. Now you may okay. continue. I was going to say, okay, kids, let's go ahead and get into the meat and potatoes. This is the reason why we're here. Welcome to the headline news. Headline news. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. We've got a bunch of dopey-ass celebrity dumb fucks this week. <laughs> and I made sure this was really good because this is the beginning of our road to 52. Okay, okay. So... Now from, this is 43, so after this show, there's only nine more shows before Mm. we hit 52. So this Mm. is our road to 52. I'm going to try to hit everybody with good stuff every single time. Okay. Okay, so we're going to start out with one of my favorites, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, the the Lindsay babe. She was on somebody's show the other day, I heard. That's funny you bring that up. That's what we're going to talk about? That is exactly what we're talking about. Oh, my goodness. Lindsay Lohan and David Letterman call yeah. Oprah on Late Show. Now, the funny thing is, her, you know, uh, Lacey watches this. Yeah. What, she, Letterman? She, no, she oh. watches Lindsay's reality TV show. I didn't even know she had one, but then that's it's, okay. It's really rough. I mean, really rough. Um, In if, what way, if rough? I, if I had a choice of watching that or go get like a root canal, I'd probably go with the root canal. What's rough about it? Uh, what do you mean by rough? It's boring as hell. Oh, oh, okay. Why does she watch it then, Lacey? She she likes it. I, I guess it just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, could be. But <clears throat> so anyway. so she gets on there. She's trying to re-jump start her career yet again. Uh huh. And she's mad with the producer. She got her shit all settled with the the court. Yeah, she's, she's actually all done. She's good. She's good. She's done all her time. She's all rehabbed out and everything now. Yeah, well, I mean, if you you actually look at her, you can tell that she's she's better. She don't look all cracked out. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. So I'll give her benefit. Yeah, I'll, I'll, give, her I'll benefit give her that. Of the doubt. I'll give her that. I'll give her that. Okay. But she's pissed at the producers because they want she wants the producers to focus more on her career, mm. and the producers are like, "What fucking career?" <laughs> they have a point. <laughs> Okay, so this is. I mean, her. she never had one to start with, so you know what are we trying to salvage here? Really, but hey. So she decides that she's going to start kind of making these rounds and start trying to build, you know, popularity amongst her people again. And she decides to go on David Letterman. Now, I, oh. I do like Letterman. I've always enjoyed his oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, Letterman's Letterman's a hoot. So what happens is, is that. She decides that she's going to make the rounds and she's going to go on Letterman. And mm-hmm. this is what, this is how it goes down with Letterman. What are you doing? I think maybe I should just call her right now. 
Should we call Oprah? No, we're not. I think so. Is there a phone? Have you got a phone? We're not calling Oprah. Do we have a phone? We're not calling Oprah. Please, we need a bank. No, no. Oprah, Oprah, Oprah. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah. Hi. Uh, could I speak to Oprah Winfrey, please? Uh, this is Oprah. Hi, this is uh, Lindsay Lohan's uh, secretary. Who is this? Uh, Dave, Oprah, it's Dave. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry. Because you pissed off. Hi. Oh. Very good, Dave. Thank Be you. For... David Letterman, who's retiring. All right. That's right. Oprah, how are you? I'm great today. How's, uh, how's our friend Lindsay doing? I think she's doing okay. What do you think? I've loved her for since she was six years old. <laughs> Hi. You must really be loving her. No, I think she's doing really okay. I think, uh, you know, to have cameras following you around every for every phase of your life and you're trying to pull your life together, I think that's a really difficult thing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we're really pleased that uh, she's making some progress. Oprah, I've spent 30 years trying to pull my life together. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> Now, number one, I, I thought that Letterman, it was hysterical, the how he, he changed his voice. I, I did, too. I thought I didn't quite get what was going on there for a second when he did that, because it sounded like a girl. Right. I didn't know he could do that. <laughs> Me neither. He has and, a whole future ahead of him. He can do voiceovers for cartoons. Yes. Um, but the, the funny thing is, and, and the, the main thing on this is the reason why they call Oprah Winfrey, not to make a prank call, but they wanted to see, as Oprah Winfrey is the executive producer of Lindsay Lohan's show, she wanted, or David wanted to know what her thoughts on the show was. Ah, okay. And not once did she say, oh, that's, it's a great show. It's got great ratings. No, she was very diplomatic. In she's her like, answers, she's like, "Okay, it's it's okay." It's, she was very okay. diplomatic in her answers and avoided anything controversial. And then, if you watch, and again, go to the website, check it out. You can back it up. As she's talking, watch Lindsay as she starts blinking rapidly. And as she starts blinking rapidly, you'll notice that her eyes are turning red. And then, all of a sudden, she's like, she curls her lips, and she's that's a complete. Act. She's not crying. Uh, you could. Actually I noticed that. her eyes were tearing up just at that point in the in the thing. She had tears in her eyes. But she was like, you know, I, doing I, that to moisten you, them up. You're giving her a way lot more actress credit than she deserves. Maybe she's not really that good an actress. Maybe she really was tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not easy to do. This is. I true. can count on one hand the actresses in the past years who have been able to do that on command. Margaret O'Brien, the famous famous quote that Margaret O'Brien gave to the director when they were making Meet Me in St. Louis. He wanted her to cry in the part where Judy Garland is singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And she said, how much do you want me to cry? And he said, well, you know, 
a tear or two. She said, how far down my face do you want the tear? Really? She could go that Yeah. Deep? And wow. she did it. He said, well, just a, you know, just a little to here, you know, pointing to just underneath her eye. Right. About an inch or so down. You watch that movie. That's exactly what that kid did. <laughs> she was famous for that skill. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, you- I'm not sure Lindsay Lohan has that kind of talent. To be very <laughs> honest with you. Do you, what do you know about Julia Lewis Dreyfus? Well, uh, what do I know about her? I don't know an awful lot about her. I sort of liked her a little bit on, on, uh, uh, Seinfeld? Yeah. Uh huh. Um, she's, she, I don't, if I knew her personally, I don't think she and I would be friends. There's something about her that just doesn't click for me. Well, other than that's just me. Other than she know. doesn't know she's her very popular and she's yes. very talented. She that. don't know her history for shit though. Oh well, that's entirely possible. <sighs> just because she's talented doesn't mean she's been educated. She just appeared on Rolling Stones magazine. Now, see, she looks a hell of a lot better in that condition than I would. Um, and, <laughs> and that was kind of the thing. Is she's fifty-two? Oh, even better considering her age. And um, this is the the cover to the yeah. Rolling Stone. Yeah, and. It talks about, you know, it, it's her, how she's made a comeback from... She's lost some weight, too. She used to be a little on the pudgy side. But if you notice right here mm-hmm. on the shoulders, obviously it's all mm-hmm. fake, but it says, we the people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what is that? Uh, that's the Declaration of Independence. Okay. okay. Now, as we scroll down, we see something that just is wrong. The John Hancock on, Hancock on her butt. <laughs> the John Hancock, yes, because John Hancock did not sign that. What? Are you sure he's not on the Declaration of Independence? Hundred percent positive. Because I checked it before I pulled it up, so I wouldn't look hmm. like an ass. Because <laughs> we just got through watching National Treasure again with Nick Cage, Nicholas Cage. And where they steal the the Declaration of Independence, and I could have sworn that they were looking at it and saw John Hancock's signature on it. Let's see. But I could be wrong. Oh wait, wait! I pulled it up see, wrong. I may not be as well educated as I like to think I am either. Let's see. Let's do. And this is all interactive. This is what? oh our show. <laughs> yeah. Well, Reuben likes it, so he ought to be in heaven right now. He's thinking, this is cool. <laughs> Look at this stuff. Man, I can watch all this stuff. So, let's see. And this appears on... There we go. This is NPR, which is one of the, the biggest you know news radio... And I'll read it for you. It says, John Hancock on Julia Lewis-Dreyfus's backside is a historic mistake. While the signature wasn't the first thing we noticed, it was, or it has not escaped the attention of history buffs that there's something wrong with the temporary tattoo the actress Julia Lewis-Dreyfus sports on the cover of Rolling Stones. Notice the signature at the bottoms. Of the supposed to be Constitution, John Hancock put his John Hancock 
on the Declaration of Independence, not the Constitution. Yeah, well, that's what we said. This was the Declaration of Independence. Oh, yeah, that was my bad. But <laughs> is it? Let's see. No, it is the Constitution. We the people. The we United the people States. is the Constitution, right? The Declaration of Independence starts out some other way. Okay, just a minute. Well, <clears throat> I'm looking this up too while we're at it. Folks. Okay, so and I, I'm reading we can as have well. Independent. Come uh, on. Oh, this thing's driving me crazy. Rolling Stone spokesperson Melissa Bruno tells the Associated Press, We presume the tongue firmly in cheek. The Declaration of Independence was linked in onto the other side of Julia Dreyfus's body, but that the signature wouldn't fit there. Ha ha. So they're they're saying that it was on it was tattooed on the the boobs in the front. Okay, hang on here. Okay, here we go. Why is that loading? We did not, however, have any... When in the course of human events, that's how it starts out. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. There you go. There you go. That's the first leading paragraph to the Declaration of Independence. Whereas the Constitution, right, we the is, people is starts out with we the people. However, is John Hancock on it? Let's John let's is find out. John is not on the Constitution, and that's what's on her back. Right. Okay. Hang on. Did you look it up? I already did. That's what that article I was reading was about. I should also mention to the listeners that Sadie has a brand new tablet. <laughs> yes, she does, and she's having she is trouble. One, she's waiting for the mouse as we speak. She's one step away from a smartphone. Oh, place. more than one. More than one. Okay, a half a step away. I don't want to get a smartphone. I'm not smart enough. If you can work a tablet, you're smart enough for a smartphone. Yeah, that's... Well, you know, it's not, it's really, I say that because it's cute to say, but the, the fact of the matter is it's not because I'm not smart enough to sign or to sign it. I'm looking for signers. Right. I'm not smart enough to use one. That's not the reason. <coughs> the reason is I don't have a need. For a smartphone. For a smartphone. Make it bigger. There we go. Oh, yeah, i got to have to look for I don't see John Hancock on here, and he does have uh, a notable signature. Yes. So, okay, so, the, yeah, they, they messed up. So, oopsie. Oops, that's an oops. Speaking of oopsies, yeah. I wonder how many oopsies is going to happen with the newest product that's coming out. It's called powdered alcohol, maybe coming to liquor stores <laughs> near you. That reminds me of that Rock Hudson movie where they make candy that's... You know, each little mint is like a shot of liquor. 
Yeah, powdered alcohol. Just add water? Just add water. Serve. Well, that could be economical. It could They could put it in uh, uh, packaging that would be more uh, earth-friendly, greener, greener packaging, maybe. Use less glass or plastic or whatever. Um, mm, I don't know. Really? Powdered, honest to God, powdered alcohol. Putting a can of beer in a brown bag is about to look very look like child's play. A new product that somehow has been approved by the United States regulars regu, regulators makes booze as discreet as a packet of sugar. So there you so go. You could sort of just stick it on your tongue. You wouldn't even need to dilute it. Uh, that shit would kill you in an instant. Oh, probably Alcohol would. Alcohol poisoning. Yeah, yeah, probably would. And they probably never get it on market. And then this is the probably. package. This is they've already got the package. You sure this isn't like dehydrated water? <laughs> dehydrated water? Yeah, you know. Add the alcohol. It, <laughs> no, you put a spoon full of dehydrated water in a glass and add water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you sure this is legit? Is what I'm getting at. Is this a legitimate product here? It's legitimate. Or is this a joke? It's legitimate enough to catch my attention at the last minute. Oh well, okay. Well, we'll we'll give you that then. Yeah, powdered alcohol, R-rated. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll fly. I think you know. Wait, shit. We're having trouble enough getting dope legalized without having powdered alcohol too. Shit. <laughs> you don't want to go through the. The dry period again. What the hell do they call that when they prohibition? Booze? Yeah, you don't want to go through that. We're now we're gonna have prohibition on cigarettes. I don't think I I I I want to believe that prohibition taught us one thing, if nothing else, and that is that prohibition doesn't work. Right. Uh, and but you'd think they'd already know that because they would have legalized dope a long time ago if they did realize that because all. They've done by by making marijuana and other recreational pharmaceuticals illegal is enhance their the uh, the black market, if you will, of those items. And and you know it's very much like happened with alcohol during prohibition. Right. You know it didn't stop anybody from drinking. It just made it a little more difficult. And an awful lot of really bad people got very very rich by operating outside the law thinking outside the box or bottle as it were so i you know i would like to think that they would have learned from that but apparently they didn't because like i said uh, recreational pharmaceuticals are illegal and consequently uh, you know the billions and upon billions of dollars that are being made by the less desirable elements of the world, um, you know, they could stop all that, but they're not going to stop all that because some somebody, those guys probably, I think, are lobbying to keep them illegal. You know, right? The minute the minute that stuff gets legalized, they're <laughs> they're SOL. So they more than anyone want it to remain illegal to enjoy recreational pharmaceuticals. Because that's how they make their billions. 
you know, I don't think it has anything to do with religion or proper upbringing or any of that shit. I think it's the people that are selling it that want to keep it illegal. But that could be wrong. Speaking of religion and proper upbringing, that brings me to my next per- person. Oh, good, because I have one on him, too. But go ahead. Oh, actually, it's not him. It's, oh. it's his soon-to-be wife. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Kim Kardashian. Now, she oh, no, went off. Oh, not him. Another him. Oh. Okay. She went off uh, on a vacation in uh, Thailand. And she went on Instagram, and she's posting all these beautiful pictures. Well, turns out that Kim Kardashian was busted for pulling images off of Google and posting them for her vacation <laughs> photos. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's like buying a photo frame and then p- passing off the people in the in the photo frame as your relatives. <laughs> Put it on the piano, you know, there's my mom. <laughs> that's funny. She looks like the other guy's mom, too. <clears throat> it says Kim Kardashian and her famous family vacationed in Thailand last week, posing tons of photos or posting tons of photos and videos documenting their luxurious travel. Mm. But Kim's epic elephant selfie fail wasn't her only photo blunder of the trip. It turns out that in addition to the reality star's sexy video and pic with her sisters, she has also been taking scenic photographs of Thailand straight off <laughs> Google Images and passing them off as her own. Mm. Cardassian posted the the uh, these pictures I'm about to show you. Mm. Okay. Oh my gosh, I love this. Mm-hmm. So this is the the photo. And it's Kim Kardashian's uh, account. You see that? It's really beautiful. It is beautiful. Mm. Well, if you happen to look up, this is Google Images for Thailand. They look identical to me. And isn't it amazing? The the boat is in the exact same location. The exact same spot. Yes. And then (laughs) we go, but fans quickly noticed that the images was a popular one pulled from Google. It, it's amongst the first that showed up when you searched Thailand Beach. Mm. And, and then you they have another thing here where you're, it shows that they Googled Thailand Beach, mm. and there it is right there. Well, maybe she doesn't have a real skill for taking pictures and figured, oh, well, we were there, and I tried to take a picture, but it didn't come out really good, so I'll just put one on Google's pictures up. And the funny thing is, is that it, she didn't even like scroll. Like, why am I defending her anyway? I don't know. The funny thing is, she didn't even scroll around because once you click on the link, mm-hmm. it's like she didn't get past the second photo. So here's right up here. Yeah. Here's the first, uh, the first line, right. first photo, right. second line, first photo. There it is. She's like, oh, good, click mine. <sighs> oh goodness. Okay. Well, but you know, we're not done yet. Oh, we're not done yet. Okay. Kim's latest post, uh, which I'll show below, mm. is a cherry blossom. Isn't even Thailand at all. In fact, the photo is titled "Most Beautiful Cherry Blossom in Japan," mm. and yeah. she put it up. Yeah, as her picture of Thailand. Of Thailand, yes. Well. 
You know what they say about Asians? They all look alike. It's hard to tell them apart. Maybe she thinks that the countries are that way, too. I don't know. <laughs> and I, by the way, before you start freaking out, everybody, my husband is Japanese-American. That was a preceding statement. was a joke. Ha ha. Not intended as a comment. Yeah, get over it. I'm so not racially upset about my husband looking like anybody else because he doesn't. He looks like himself. But uh, that was just something I just I yeah, saw that. Well, I don't even know what to tell you. You know, I don't think there's anything that one of those young ladies could do that I would that my jaw would drop at. I just I you know. First of all, there's very little that they do that I even know about, you know, because I don't fucking care. Right. But beyond that, when I do hear about it, which is usually from you, because you keep track of them for reasons only you can understand. Of boredom. I, uh, uh, that wouldn't relieve the boredom for me. But anyway, in fact, it would enhance the boredom. Um, there's nothing that they could do that I would go, oh, you're kidding. I mean, nothing. Nothing. I'm glad you set yourself up for that. I'm sure. Our ending story of the night. Wait, I have I have another thing. Oh, you got something? Yeah. Okay, what go? is it? Well, I just wanted to tell you some bad news. Okay. Does it come with a picture? Yeah, but it's not a picture that that's relevant to the news. Okay. Itself. Um, uh, President Obama. Uh huh. Has re- responded to the petition. To deport Justin. Oh, I haven't heard about this yet. You didn't? No. Oh, dear. I'm really sorry to tell you this. (sighs) He has refused. Really? Yeah. He must want his uh, taxpayer dollars. I'm not sure why. I'm not sure we can find out. Let me see if I can get a comment. Let's see. Um, Maybe the Obamas just like the Beeb, it says. (laughs) Come on, back down. Oh, don't get bigger. I'd be so glad when I get my mouse. Uh, the White House is refusing to answer. Don't do that. Oh. See, I'm not smart enough. The White House is refusing to answer an online petition seeking to have Justin Bieber deported, claiming the imploding... <laughs> I love that term, the imploding pop star... That's so good. That's so true. Is a terrible influence on our nation's youth. This is this is what the online petition claims. Right, not, right. Not the prez. Okay. Sorry to disappoint, but we won't be commenting on this one. The White House responded to the nearly 274,000 petitioners who requested that Bieber be sent back to his native Canada and his green card revoked. We'll leave it to others to comment on Mr. Bieber's case. The White House said it needed, quote, to avoid the appearance of improper influence, unquote, and then moved on using the rest of its comments to discuss Obama's views on immigration reform. So just just so you know, you can't rely on that um, petition succeeding because the White House is not going to step in and kick his little furry... Peach butt fuzz covered ass out. Maybe that's why I couldn't find him in the news today. Mm, why? Because he's depressed. Yeah. <laughs> no, he should be thrilled. He didn't get kicked out of the country. Well, yeah, that's true. I... Anyway, okay. So I had to throw that in. Now back to the uh, the K news, as it were. No, this is actually oh. 
This, this is, is going, not K news. No, this is okay. this is our final news story of the night. Okay, I'm ready. As a writer, now I'm setting this up because we're we're both writers. Yes. Okay. We both know and understand how difficult it is to to produce a book, let alone get the book out there. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. All right. So lead up's over. <laughs> The porn star sex tape Farrah Abraham releases exotic trilogy about her porn video called Celebrity Tech Celebrity Sex Tape. That's right. If Farrah Abraham's reading skills are an indication of her writing ability, then the world is in for quite a treat. As the first book of her erotic trilogy based on her experiences in the adult industry is set to be released in June. Now, before I, I get go, okay. This is the, okay, remember she was the teen mom. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, no, because I, hello, I'm sitting here going, who the fuck, but, okay. She's the teen I, mom. I kind of know who teen mom was, yeah. She said she's a good mother, then she came out with Was that. she the porn queen before she was the teen mom or after? No, after. Oh, oh okay, well. well. She became a, a porn queen when she hit, like, 20. Oh, oh, okay. Um, then she, it came out and she said, well, there was a, a leaked sex tape of her, remember? No. We I talk, know nothing about the queen. The, we the, talked the about we've talked Dean about mom. It. Yeah, but it went in one eye and out the okay. other. I'm sure. Okay, well, I'm, I'm giving you a backlog. Oh, okay, so, okay. So she is, somebody leaked a sex tape. Yes. Now this isn't this isn't the golfer's wife we're talking about, no, is it? Okay, because no. didn't that happen too? Kind didn't, of. Yeah. Okay, but this is different. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> then after that, you find out that it was she was paid a million dollars to go sleep with this porn star. And in order for her to make sales of her videotape, they said, oh, it was leaked. It was a real thing. So then after that, she came out and said, you know, making this porn was the worst thing to ever happen to me. Yes, I made a million dollars, but I'm not going to do it again. Two months later, she came out with her own sex products where she was there. We played that video here on what we think where they were making a cast of her private parts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her? Yeah, that's her. Okay, I've got, now I'm there. Now I'm there. Now I know who we're talking about. Okay. And then at a sex convention, she said that, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, a, a career that she's getting away from and she's going to write a Christian children's book. <laughs> Instead of the Christian children's book. That's a stretch. <laughs> she is coming out with this. Farrah Abraham's celebrity sex take in the making. What happened to the Christian kids book? This is the Christian kids book, I guess. I, uh, is this a what not to do <laughs> Christian kids book? Or no, what? what this is, is... <laughs> I'm a little confused. Well, no, she's, they paid her a grip of money. They came to her and gave her a grip of fucking money. Uh-huh. She's not even a high school graduate. She uh-huh. can barely fucking speak English. Let alone uh, spell or read or, or write. write. Yeah. They gave her a grip of goddamn money yeah. to write this piece of shit. Yeah. And this is where I'm, where I was coming into the writers with us. Yeah. Okay. And so with her, she's like, well, 
I I have no imagination. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my whole life story and what had happened in porn and getting done in the ass, and I'm going to write it into a three books. She'll probably make a fucking fortune off of it. And she said that she can't wait until this movie or this book is made into a I'm movie. I'm sure she can't. I'm sure she can't. I'm sure she uh, will make uh, untold amounts of money off of it. While she goes and says, oh, I'm a good mama, I'm a good mama, the Maybe. grandmother is filing uh, for custody of her daughter. Uh, she's alerted because, CPS, has she? <laughs> because from what has been said in different reports, I was reading through um, TMZ, and I think i seen one through like ABC News, um, she's too busy going touring these porn conventions you know trying to sell her sex toys and her sex tape and um can't you know, take care of the baby can't take care of the kid how old's the kid mm, now i think like maybe four or five yeah probably at least hmm so that's it that's what i got that's it, our that's our that's it huh? that, that's I, our last that it it upsets me so much. It's really hard. It, what, I, that she's making money from having no talent? Yes. She's not the only one, Dave. Jesus Christ. Look at Take a look around you. You're in Hollywood for crying out loud. What did, What makes you think that that having talent and skill is a prereq to getting paid a lot of money to uh, put yourself out there one way or another? But here's the thing. Here's the thing that bugs me the most, okay? It wasn't even the sex tape. The sex tape came afterwards. What made her famous is she got knocked up. Yes. At 15 years old. Yes. That's what made her famous. Yes. I know. I know. Well, look at who's Honey Boo Boo. We don't talk about Honey Boo Boo. Why? I can't stand her. Okay. But who is she? She's she, a little kid, she's right? She's a little kid that goes to pageants, yes. Okay. Has she any talent? I've never other, watched a other show. Other than, than than acting an ass? I've never watched a show. Lacey, does Honey Boo Boo have any talent? No. Okay. I figured not. No. Okay. But you don't think her family's making a fucking fortune? Oh, yeah. Look at, at who's it and the eight uh, babies, eight kids. Oh, and, um, Kate. Yeah. Has she got any talent that no. you've ever seen? No. No. Is she making a fucking load of money? Oh, yes. yes. Okay. I could go on. Our listeners could go on. This happens all the time. This can't be news to you. Just that you happen to hear it about her, and it's just another pile, another brick on the pile of... of People I hate. Of the 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 asininity that has gripped the entertainment world. Oh well, Jesus, yeah, I haven't even heard of her lately. I think she's got too old. I don't think it. No, that was her girlfriend, Nikki. Nikki Nicole uh, Richie. She became a mom several times. I think. <laughs> I don't know, but at least twice that I'm sure of. Uh, but, you know, yeah, Paris never had any talent anyhow, other than, well, it's like I've said about, uh, what's her face? Taylor. Yeah. They have some kind of talent that, hi, that's worth something to somebody because somebody's paying her some buckage. 
Okay, and if it's not singing or writing or acting or dancing or any of those things, then it has to be something else that they can't talk about in front of people <laughs> too much. But it's really important to them that they get it a lot. Yes. Okay. You can use your imagination, folks, what I'm talking about. But in case you wonder, she gives good head, too. Hello. <laughs> Come on. There's there's just a few things that women get paid for. Unfortunately, in our society, there are just a few things that women get paid for. Being really good business women is one, and being recognized for that, okay, um, or or being really good <laughs> at something else, <laughs> you know, or they're good the actors, actresses, singers, dancers, or whatever, right. You know, but when they have none of those skills and they have no education, you know, and she has no education, when they have no education, what are they going to do? They got to do something. She's built like a brick shit house, okay? She's going to do something with that. And it's not going to be join a fucking nunnery. She's going <laughs> to have to do something that somebody's going to pay her money to do. She, you know, who, nobody's given her money to live on. Her, she's too old to live with mom and dad anymore. Right. She, she's not married for very long. I don't if think she, she is. No. You know, she's never married. So, so what's she going to do for a living? She's going to do whatever's the easiest, fastest money making thing she can think of. And this is it. Yeah, Octomom's another one. Well, no, Octomom tried to go the the uh, the the government route. She tried to get welfare. Hello, what do you mean you need welfare for what? <laughs> for having too many babies at your own request? I don't yeah, think really. so. So you know. I mean, seriously, yes, there are many, many, many talented women in the world who make a fine living contributing to society. And I'm not berating them at all. I'm, all I'm saying is, when you haven't got any of those skills and none of that education, what are you going to do? You're going to sell whatever part of your anatomy is, is best to sell or whatever skill you've developed. In her case... She admits to being a porn star. Right. I'm not. I'm not making a joke here when I say she gives good head. That's why she's making all that money. That's a fact. I didn't make that up. She says so. Not me. You know. And just because you can't buy her services, you don't need to get all pissed because somebody else can. <laughs> and they decide to say, "Well, I'll give you a shitload of money if you do me." And then we'll say you're writing a book or making a movie or whatever the fuck. You're just in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's all. You can't take advantage of her services because you haven't got it. I want. I know a book you wouldn't deal. if you could, but just this. Yeah, and why? And why have to go to her? But. Trust, there are guys who don't get it for free who do have to go to her and will pay for it. And that's how she makes her money. But the thing is, and it, it's more about the book that pisses me off. Well. Because there is thousands and thousands. How many, how many thousands, books have been printed in, in the world? Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of right. books. How many of them are good? Well, that's what I was getting at. There's so yeah. many anybody can write a independent book. authors out there that would just. I know, I know. We'd all like to have the attention. I'm an author who needs 
uh, national attention for my book. I wrote a really good book. I would love people to know about it, but I can't get it off the fucking ground here, and I don't even know how to. Okay? We advertise it on our show, but I don't have people uh, emailing me saying, oh, my God, it's the best book I ever read. I'm telling all my friends and blah, blah, blah. Nothing. You know? Two words. Sex tape. I know, but... <laughs> Honey, I'm 74 years old. Come on. For me, sex tape is like something that you 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 take the tape and you cover up your sex with it. And you hope nobody notices. I mean, get real. No, we don't do sex tapes in my house. You know, I can, I can think of so many things sex tapes are not in my house. One is available. I mean, we don't even rent the fuckers because we sit there and we go, what are we supposed to do with that? <laughs> you know? Shit. So, you know, we watched a, a movie the other day I told you about, you know, that was largely an educational uh, sex movie, how to how to make uh, love with uh, another woman. Right, right. You know, very fun. educational. I'm like, God damn it. I wish I'd have known that about 50 years ago. That could have been fun. But at this point in time, I can't even fucking stand in that position, let alone lay down and do something in it or move in that position or look good like that when I do. Even if I could move it that way, I'd look like shit doing it. You know, these women were gorgeous women with bodies that didn't quit and asses and tits that just, mm, really nice i wouldn't look like that so what good is it for me to watch something like that and go yeah i could do that no i couldn't do that i couldn't find anybody dumb enough blind enough or horny enough to do that with me so no i think you know if she's got it and, she, and they're willing to buy it and she's gonna sell it hey and the fact that she wrote a book about it, I wouldn't worry about that because, like I said, there's a shitload of crappy books in the world. And she's just going to write one more. And I, I, I can't but not say <laughs> we have to close on that thought. <laughs> yeah, I think we probably could. I think Grandma Sadie got a little carried away there toward the end. So, uh, um, Ruben, Ruben. <laughs> I hope this is what you were after, <laughs> Because we're over an hour. We're well, almost an hour and a half into the show. Oh, we are. Plenty of videos, plenty of pictures. So for this week, I am David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. And by God in heaven, you definitely heard what we think. And now you know. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Not what we know, because we don't know shit. What we think. <laughs> David K. Montoya, S.A. Burbank Podcast. Or S.A. Burbank, David K. Montoya Podcast. <laughs> the game plan, yeah. The, uh, the show. Let's <laughs> actually. Thanks. Thanks, yeah, I came up with more. Google it. Not what we know, because we don't know